0: hello and thanks for checking out chemistry connections on the hopewell valley student podcasting network a proud partner of hvspn.com where students come together to publish content to share with the world the opinions represented within this episode are those of the content creators only please enjoy the show The chemistry involved in soda.
1: So to start off, in case you didn't know, for some reason soda is a busy beverage that people love to drink, especially myself. My personal favorite is Coke.
0: There are many different kinds of soda. To name a couple, there's Coke, Fanta. My personal favorite is root beer, Pepsi, and many more. You can find it at any local grocery store, and it is very enjoyable. People find because of the carbonation and the sting it has on your tongue, which we will go into into depth about shortly.
1: So let's first talk about the fizz in soda. Citric acid reacts with the carbonate and bicarbonate of soda to form carbon dioxide gas. These bubbles of carbon dioxide gas are what make your drink fizzy. So these molecules of carbon dioxide are thoroughly mixed and dissolved into the water in the soda, and this is known as carbonation. Regarding carbonation, it's important to note that carbon dioxide doesn't easily dissolve in water under everyday conditions. Manufacturers actually have to increase the pressure in the can and keep it at a low temperature so that the water molecules can trap lots of carbon dioxide molecules. They also use pressure to put more gas in water than it could normally hold at that temperature. That's why if the soda can warms up a bit or the can is shaken, the pressure goes up and the extra gas is ready to come out. So because the extra gas is ready to come out, that's why when you open the can or the bottle, sometimes soda soda shoots out, which personally I have had some very terrible experiences with, and I think Nikhil has as well. Oh, we
0: absolutely have. Just (laughs) ask our parents.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Soda on the carpet. That's the way to get them absolutely mad at you. All right. Anyway, so this is why the can is sealed so that it's airtight, because then the inside of the can can maintain enough pressure to prevent any extra carbon dioxide molecules from escaping.
0: Now, talking about the can being sealed airtight, inside the can, carbon dioxide exists in two forms. Some dissolves in water and some sits in gas form between the top of the can and the liquid. When carbon dioxide dissolves in water, water and gaseous carbon dioxide react to form a dilute solution of carbonic acid. This reaction is reversible as well. When the can of soda is sealed, the high pressure inside the can forces the chemical reaction to the right, which is a forward reaction. This forward reaction continues until equilibrium is reached. However, once you open the can, pressure is released and the reaction shifts to the left, so the the reverse reaction occurs. In the reverse reaction, water and carbon dioxide are formed. This is because the gaseous, gaseous Carbon dioxide at the top of the can escapes when you open the can. The can is no longer under pressure if it is open, so dissolved carbon dioxide starts coming out of the solution, which is an example of the reverse reaction. Bubbles form, which release carbon carbon dioxide into the air. The escaping carbon dioxide lowers the concentration of carbon dioxide in the drink, so carbonic acid turns back to carbon dioxide and water, which results in a new equilibrium
1: so talking about these bubbles that release carbon dioxide let's go more into detail about why the fizz of soda goes away with time i think it's known to most people except for nikhil that fizzy soda tastes better than like flat soda in a fizzy drink dilute carbonic acid creates a slight burning sensation on your tongue which is enjoyable to i think i would say most people this doesn't happen with a flat drink though So let's talk about how the drink becomes flat. If you open a soda can or a bottle, the carbon dioxide begins to come out of the soda and into the air, and eventually enough will come out that the soda becomes flat. And when the soda is flat, carbon dioxide just keeps escaping, which is why there's no longer a stinging sensation. And let's recall the reaction from earlier where water and carbon dioxide react to form carbonic acid. As the carbon dioxide bubbles away from the liquid, the reactants and products move again towards equilibrium, which causes the reverse reaction to take over since carbon dioxide, a reactant, is going away. This causes carbonic acid concentration to get lower and lower, and as the amount of carbonic acid in the beverage goes down, so does the soda's ability to bring about that tingling sensation.
0: So, lesson learned, keep your cans open. Absolutely not. Now that we've talked about carbonic acid, let's talk about other acids in soda. Phosphoric acid and citric acid are added as preservatives and flavor enhancers. Citric acid specifically can bind to calcium and leach, out, leach it out of teeth, which is dangerous. Every soda on the market has a pH below 4. Most, most of them are between 2.5 to 3.5. The acidic pH of soda makes it dangerous for your teeth. That's why dentists always recommend no more soda. This is because acid is an instrumental part of the cavity process. The acidic pH of soda gives bacteria even more power to cause cavities by lowering the pH in the mouth and weakening enamel. Eventually, the the enamel gets weak to the point where it cannot fight the acid attacks of bacteria well. Sugar and soda also feeds bacteria, which produce acid that dissolves enamel. Those sugars in soda include a mixture of a sugar called glucose and another called fructose. These two sugars attach to each other to make another sugar called sucrose.
1: Anyway, let's move away from the sugars and back to the acidity of soda. The acidity of soda and absorption of carbon dioxide both can also cause a significant decrease in blood pH. This lower blood pH can possibly also be associated with many diseases, one being incurable cancer, because the body needs an alkaline environment for good health. So, that's all for the chemistry, and so we really just chose this topic because soda is definitely one of my favorite drinks, it's in my top three, and so we thought it would be cool to take take a dive into the chemistry behind soda, especially with the fizz, since I really, really love fizzy soda.
0: why it was interesting to find out how the fizz works and why it fades as time goes on so we learned the chemistry behind the soda of the different ways we like it and we really just chose it because it was a fun topic and soda is still something we drink weekly so it's a very prevalent it plays a very prevalent part of our lives even if it isn't in, in a significant way
1: thank you for listening to this episode of chemistry connections more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure that you visit www.hbsbn.com.